welcome to Untold Hong Kong Stories, multimedia narratives from the margins. This is a podcast series where we hear the stories of people in our community, from Hong Kong's non-Chinese locals to marginalized members of our community. We hope that by sharing their stories, we can think about the way we live ours and create a more inclusive and diverse society. I'm Dr. François Mouillot from the Department of Humanities and Creative Writing at the Hong Kong Baptist University. And our guest for today's podcast is Danny Kong, a musician and video game industry worker from Togo and Hong Kong. Here, he shares his story. My name is Danny, Danny Kong, full name. I'm an artist. Also, my artist name is uh, Sai Kong. Sai Kong, S-A-I-K-O-N-G, Kong, which is uh, my half African name and uh, my Chinese last name, which is put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and uh, where I'm from, I am mixed, where per se my name. Uh, I am half, uh, pretty a lot of mixed, though. I'm half uh, African, oh, from uh, born in Liberia, but raised from my mother from Sierra Leone in Togo. Mm-hmm. Right and then uh, yeah and I'm half Chinese also mm-hmm. yeah pretty mixed so where and uh, also have a Arab blood but let's not get to that been uh, multicultural for a while uh, who am I I am just a guy that is full of passion and that just love to deliver the greatest energy as as much as I can to the world with as much positivity I can spread to that's who I am what I am uh, what I do. I work as uh, besides doing music on the daily or producing, engineer, or DJing. I work in as in games. So I work as a, we're producing a game. I work for this company called Ap- Apron. Mm-hmm. We do uh, Web three games and everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, besides that, that's pretty much what I can say. Who I am and what I am. Were you born in Hong Kong, or you you, you mentioned that your mom was from Sierra Leone, or maybe I missed? Yeah, it. yeah. You... So uh, my mom is pretty mixed. Okay. She's uh she's actually mixed Liberian and uh, Lebanon. Okay, okay. Right. So, so yeah, she's there. But I uh, I was born in Sierra Leone. Okay. Because of the civil war in the nineties, I think uh, my family moved me to Togo. So mm. I grew up in Togo. Mm. Had a whole life in Togo. So you know what I'm saying. So uh, yeah. And then uh, from there, yeah, that's oh, that's where life begins, mm. yeah, I guess. So when when did you move from Togo to Hong Kong? 2010. Uh-huh. 2010, yeah. It was in 2010 I came to Hong Kong. I think I was uh, 14 when I came here. Let, let me ask a big question. Um, Any questions? Feel free. About specifically, how, how do you feel about Hong Kong? Is it home to you? I, I get asked that question a lot, and I, I've always found the question very interesting. Uh... When I first came to Hong Kong, of course, getting to know the city and seeing how different it is compared to where I came from, which is Togo, it was it's very different. You know, I, you can't compare Africa and Asia. It's like mm. two different things, two different cities, two different cultures, and everything is just so different. You know, I, I remember being first time coming here in Hong Kong and being in class and seeing class and see how school, just school class was different. You know, being a schoolmate, everything was different. You know, back home I had to be in class. Everything is just the people and everything just feels very different. Uh, but along the years, going along the way, getting to know the city, getting to fell in love with the city. Uh, I call this today my home because uh, I think everybody can say that they can find a piece of comfort in this city. And uh, once you find a piece of comfort, you, it will just never let you go. There's okay. just something about the city that just draw join you to that makes you feel like at home, you know. And mm. yeah, to me, to me, Hong Kong is home. And because mm. uh, I'm, I'm not just because I'm half Chinese, but that's because I, I lived here and I experienced the life here, especially getting older to know that okay, yeah, this is home. 
you know, this I would be home if anything happened in the world. I would like to be in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, I think, an interesting term or way of putting it, which is a piece of comfort. A piece of comfort, yeah. What 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 is that piece of comfort? Or maybe there's several pieces of right. comfort. So that if, if in the piece of comfort, it's. Uh, you know, something that makes me feel at home. I'm I'm not sure what's what how someone would describe at home, but to me, at home is a place where you have a peace of mind. Home is a place where you keep where you where you know people, where you have you know people that you love one, and where you grow to build relationship with people. And to me, that's what a home was. It's that's what Hong Kong is to me. It's a place where I found myself a peace of mind. It's crazy. It's a lot happening. It's stressful. It's a busy city, you know. But despite the midst of everything happening in the fogness, I see, you still can find that shed a light that makes you feel like, "Well, this is home. This is this is my place. This is my country." You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And then I also want to ask, as a result, I mean, I'm asking about Hong Kong, but I'm interested also in about your relationship to the place you were born uh, in Sierra Leone and where you spend a lot of, you know, a lot of time than Togo. Uh, how do you relate to those places? Are they home as well? Home. Home. Like like I said, home is not one place. Mm. Home is where the heart is, right? Not just the heart, but the mind. Home is where the heart and the mind is, right? And uh, to me, it's... I think both places, I've never really made a... F- debate to myself where this is home or this is not home and that to me both places home because I found comfort both in and in, in both the different way mm-hmm. they're both different in different ways you know I cannot when I go back home in Africa I find the way livelihood there is very different mm. style of living is different so there's a sense of okay where I can find my comfort where I can say I can say like this is home and I call it home because of the people my family and uh, there's just the passion of it. Everything, you know, I it made me who I am. You know, it made me culturally uh, growing up, getting my ass whooped by my, my family, my parents when you do something. So all of those, like, just everything happening in just one country just makes me who I am. So that is home because that's where I, I grew my childhood up. Everything went up. Come to Hong Kong and made a new life of me. And this was a different version of me, a different teenager of me. And then I'm like, oh, well, okay, now this is home too. So yeah, I'm telling you, like it's, it's uh, this, I've uh, I've had a, a lot of talk with people where this is a debate to like where's home, what is home, why is this not home? But I think home is not home can never be just one place. I I think you're what you're describing about home is also very it's very much about the heart. Right? It is. It is for some people. Sometimes a home is also where they have the right to be right like um, I'm French right. for example um, I also feel home in Hong Kong and at the same time I think that I have a sense of home in different places because I have some experiences there sometimes because I have a status there right for example I have a French passport um, which I feel in, in, my, in my particular case feel like even if I never go back to France ever um, the, the fact that you're I still, have that, you know, still, that it's still it, home, it, you know, it, it, it's a connection to that to that place. I like the way in which you, basically yeah, it's just, there's, there's just certain things you could just not never change, yeah. And then there's one thing: it's just when you call a place home. I think every human do describe a place home according to where their mind, like in their heart, settle. You mm. know, and that's that's for me. To me, mm. my my heart has always been settled between both places. Two places you I can never choose from because they're both different in their own ways. 
you can never compare the way of living in Hong Kong to a way of living back home. Mm. Uh, you can never compare it to living we're living back home to living back home here. Yeah. So it's two different things. It's just very different. Yeah, sure. sure. But the difference is the difference is what makes us accept your fate. Mm. You know, and that that love if I can say personally that word. Yeah. So home is love. Home is love. Yeah, home is where you got love, you know. And uh, if you don't get love, you're not going to call it home, right? That makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, love is family, love is everything, so. Hmm. Thanks for that. Could you please share maybe two or three significant events that you feel have shaped who you are? Right, I cannot I cannot say a specific like, event. I would say the journey. Hmm. That's the journey. I mean, to be honest with you, it's the journey. And that's what, to me, that what matters the most because an event cannot change a whole person but a journey does to me that's what I believe so I think to me that the journey of the process of going through things for example you know um, let's say um, going for example my music for example hmm. all the experiences that I've gotten in uh, going out there trying to find shows doing shows with my, with my group 707 so I have this group 707 which is very co- different cultures we all like, a group a group of guys from different countries Philippines hmm. Colombia Tanzania Indian and uh, we are very we all like very the group and we came together the ten years ago and the idea is that we all love, love music we all love to rap so let's all rap together and start doing shows according to that and I think the idea of being with different people from different cultures and uh, embracing them and learning that it taught me to be open hmm. be fr- being free and open in uh, that there are different people on this earth. And uh, that's one thing that one of the biggest things that shake me having these guys in my life. This depth. So I'll start with first significant thing is people, hmm. the people that came in my life that has done a lot of significant things. And those people are mostly people I met in Hong Kong. For example, is people from different cultures, different places. Like just like you meeting you and uh, being in a restaurant and having that small experience of talking, and then you meet the person a couple of years later, and that person. Is, so really, it's. It's really all this experience that I can see. But, yeah, I can say that that's one thing is the people. Secondly was where I put my, my shoes in. Meaning where I put where I stepped in, every place I stepped. So I guess I, when I stepped in, I'm always trying my best to get educated from somebody. And that's where I learned that. Learn about myself is where you learn to look at your surrounding left, right, and learn from these moments. Learn from anybody's mistakes. Somebody who can hurt you. Somebody who can try to stab you or somebody who can be there for you or something any 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 sort of thing that can just happen over the period of that journey in that life yeah that's one big thing and the third thing wise men being younger I've always liked to hang around with older people pretty much their journey has and seeing them talking about their journey and so that made me go think made me shape my life in how I want to live and how I want to see myself in the next 10 years, you know. Mm. Seeing somebody older than me who could talk about, for example, talking about just being, being married, you know, and his life and being married and all that. You're like, oh, okay. Slowly, slowly, meeting different people that talk, older people that talks about that, you're like, okay, you start developing a, a, an attitude of seeing things differently. I can relate to the question <laughs> of marriage myself. It, it took me a long time to sort of like, you know, understand what it could be yeah you know and, and then to get into it all the people are like the best people that you can grab that wisdom from mm. you know and said so, so i can say that i will use the third the third significant thing is wise men always listen to the wise yeah. so who are some significant people 
places or wise men? There's a lot. You know, so I'm gonna say let me speak in the sense of being in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong it will be a lot of people that I've been with, meaning for example in, start with the first one is friends. Uh-huh. Friends, right? So you meet different friends, you choose your friends, right? And you you choose who you are with they say who you are with makes you who you are. Mm-hmm. What you surround yourself with makes you who you are. So I guess those 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 first steps is those friends, those people that I hang out with, they made me who I am, you know, just being them, catching that energy and flowing with them every day. Secondly, it will be the people who taught me. That would be professors, teachers, you know, mm-hmm. going going to school and they may have looked like they have not taught me nothing, but they have taught me a lot about maybe life. You know, just it, it's I may say maybe what I learned about Matt and everything I didn't really care about, like I mean, growing up, itself, yeah. But just the the way the attitude, the way they contain themselves, I think you've learned from that. The way you mm. watch them, so it's really that. It's really that. Mm. And the thirdly is the silent people that you never speak to or you never say nothing to, but you've only watched them. And uh, these are the people, like you know, like oh, have you ever had an old uncle or older friends or older people who just sit down and talk with you and then you just look into their life, watch into their life and then along the way you're just being there with them but then that's teaching you a lot. Yeah, so, that's... the so kind of people that you observe? Yeah, I you guess? observe. Yeah, you know, observe. It's like, to oh. me, yeah, that's... Again, again, like I said, you become where you are or who you surround yourself with. Oh. You know, like, there's a saying back home, they used to say, hey, if you grow up in a jungle, you'll be Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it is about it so is about it is, the environment. It is really about the environment. That's why I say the environment between being in back back in Africa, back in Togo, and uh, being in Hong Kong. Really, those environments shaped me, made me who I am. Because mm. it it wouldn't be impossible without. Like I think, I, I was telling this to my friend the other day. I think if I grew if I grew up and stayed in in Togo, I would be somebody different. Mm. If I stayed and grew my older there, if I never if I was born in Hong Kong and grew up in Hong Kong. I'll be somebody else totally different. Mm-hmm. I would not be this person I am today. And it, it makes sense because I've met so many other mixed people just like me and um, I've seen them grow up. I've, I know one mixed guy who's Blasian just like me and he's grew up, he grew up in Africa. I know one guy who grew up in Hong Kong. And looking at these two guys, it's like, whoa, okay, these guys are very different. And it just it just makes sense, you know, like mm. just the surrounding and where they are and how they grew up with. Yeah, mm. they, it made them who they are today. Is there like some I guess precise or aspects of who you are or your life that you feel you can directly link to Togo or to Hong Kong for yeah example? there is definitely uh, well for Hong Kong I wish I could speak Cantonese mm. <laughs> my biggest thing but uh, for me Togo it's I guess my passion for things you know uh, being very romantic always on the agitated and stuff I guess I got that flow of being over there. Being in Hong Kong, I think learning how to be calm, learning how to like handle situation, mental way of thinking things. Okay. Yeah, so so really, o- o- almost kind of like two sides of the same coin. Right? Like like on the one hand, you say you got the passion from Togo, and at the same time the calm. But that's that because of the age. Because the age I came to Hong Kong, I think I came to Hong Kong and I was I was fifteen, sixteen. So then I'm. More like teenager, I'm start thinking more like you know. Mm. So and back home, I was there more in, from since I was born till I was fourteen, fifteen. So it was more like, you know, just 
you know, the young kid just enjoying around, going through, the, going through life, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, so, it's yeah. <laughs> pretty much yeah, so. I can understand that. And so how, you know, I'm going back to music a little bit because you mentioned it and also that's how we got chatting in the first place, I think. Um, how did music come into your life? Music has always been in my life, man. Uh, since, well, I cannot tell you since how old I was. I've been obsessed okay. with music. I've, uh, since I was a kid, I would be singing, see myself singing a roof, uh, sing myself with. <laughs> yeah, but then I think I t- I took it seriously when I came to Hong Kong. Actually, when I came to Hong Kong, I think I took it very seriously. We went to high school and met a free friend, and then we had a band. We started with a band, and then uh, from there I, I started learning how to learn instruments, and we get into rock, all type of genre. So, music to me, music is the same thing, just like my life, because the way it's open and the way it's diverse, if it makes me feel like that's what my life is. Mm. My life is so diverse. So, and then so and then getting to that journey, I got to go along the way. I got in, into making music with different people, jazz here and there, gospel, and then yeah, and then after that, all this in Hong Kong, all this in Hong Kong, mostly. Mm. I mean, yeah, and then after that, um, I went there and I started doing hip hop, started DJing, and then yeah, doing shows from shows, 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 and shows and shows. Yeah, it's pretty much that's. The experience I got in music in Hong Kong, like if I can sum it up. So if 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 I get it right, like the passion of music and the urge to do music has always been there, or at least as long as you can remember. But then it sort of became more concrete, I guess, when you came to Hong Kong and you started to meet different people. Meet different that, people cause, that got you into different sort of yeah. Because back home, back home is not. Of course, I was still twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So it's like it's more like I was just in, you know just having fun with it, you know, and. Uh, when I came to Hong Kong, I was still just having fun with it. Of course, I'm in high school. Mm. Just having fun with the friends. But then, like, of course, you know, every every boy has a dream. You know, you dream yourself being on a big stage and all that, yeah. right? So, those were the dreams about uh, uh, being young and all that. I think that dream and that passion is what kept me alive till this very day. Mm. Because, you know, again, like, going forward through the years, being in Hong Kong, it's difficult. Mm. Why will I say that? It's because... Hong Kong is such a busy city. It can take away people's dream, you know. Of uh, you know, of course, it's a business city. People go roam around, but I think it's as long as you keep your passion alive, discipline your passion mm-hmm. to really want this and all this, and I think it will happen for anybody. Would you say that you're pursuing a career in music in Hong Kong, or yeah. you would like to? I've been pursuing a career in Hong Kong okay. for a long time, so I've been in the scene of music for a long time. I'm not focused on the full Hong Kong scene because I don't I don't make music in, in Chinese mm. because if I did make music in Chinese it would make sense mm. right F- same thing like in France mm-hmm. I would not make in, music in English right yeah. it just doesn't make sense so yeah I mean so for that as a person who's who's only speaking English I had to look at it in a different perspective of how what what skills that is good that I have okay I'm good at this I'm good at this. And people like it when I do this. Okay, I'm going to do that. Mm. This is where I'm going to focus. Okay, I'm good at emceeing. I'm mm. good at hosting people. That, that's it. Okay, I'm going to focus on doing that. And this is where I'm going to go. Mm. And yeah, pr- pretty much, you know, I think there's a there's a way in, ev- in every wave. Yeah. Right, right. The, the, there is the question of language that is in there. And I, I can relate as well as a non-Cantonese speaker living in Hong Kong. You know, like it reduces basically the city for you like the city sort of becomes a little bit more smaller like, much smaller exactly yeah, much, smaller. much smaller because there's so many places or so many things that you can't really participate people, in people you don't feel yeah. everything smaller yeah do you think that there's 
a place for you doing non-Cantonese music in Hong Kong? In Hong Kong, no. Hmm. Because I've been in the scene for so long. Uh, I've done shows here and there. And uh, I've done big shows and all that. And at the end of the day, you would just, especially during COVID time, you know, I came to a realization like, hey, you know what? I'm rapping in English. It's I'm making music. I'm singing English. It doesn't make sense. Like, I get it. Everybody may love me because of my hype, because of what I can deliver. But the music will not leave forever. The soul of the music will not leave forever. Why? Because they don't relate to it. And in music, you want something. Everybody wants something that they can relate to. And also, make the same thing in France. So I have a lot of friends from France. They told me go to when I go to France, I cannot do English. I have to I have to speak French. Mm-hmm. I have to go so mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, okay. It just it just makes sense. Like you know, it just it's not about because they don't like this or don't like that. Just per se, the culture is this. The the language. This is the main language and. This is what everybody will relate with if you speak the language. It's like if I go to Philippines, I cannot go and speak French there. Make a yeah. French song, right? It will not pop. Nobody so language is kind of like the glue for, for you to do something. Yeah, language is what place. connect us, you know I mean? Language is what make we can communicate with each other. Language is what makes us understand each other, you know? Besides understanding each other from eye to eyes or heart to heart, the first thing will always be words, you know? Words by, words by my, word, of, word of mouth. So I think that's the first ultimate things of what makes what makes us human connect hmm. word of mouth you just explained how you know the fact that you don't speak Cantonese affects your musical activity in Hong Kong is there other ways in which the fact that you're well, not a Cantonese I will not speaker? say affect okay I will not say the word affect because yes it may it may I found a way for me per, I say personally I found a way for me to Still find a way to get my... I love it how in Hong Kong I still make shows. I still get shows and all this because I can get a crowd hype. And that's amazing for me. That's I just thank God. That's amazing, the energy. So the one beautiful thing about music is the impact of the energy. It's more powerful than language. a language, you know? And uh, that's some, some, something... One thing I learned in being in Hong Kong music because I've sat down with people that don't understand English and much and just they just love me rapping and freestyling and just going at it with a whole hours and then me too I've sat down people that just a lot of Kento rappers or a lot of Kento artists who just sing to me in Kento or rap to me in Kento and freestyle of course I don't understand but I understand you relate it doesn't to make it, sense connect, it doesn't right? make sense right you don't understand if, for example I, we, we did a cypher where we had uh, Kento and then we had Hindi we had Tagalog and then we had in Nepali all those they were rapping all on different culture it was beautiful because none of us understand each other but we all understood each other in some way like you know we understood the inner, the form of energy you transfer I understood the pain that you're talking about I mean I understood it clearly but I know what you're talking about in, in a sense so that's the beautiful part about music and that's the beautiful thing that's helped me in Hong Kong so much is hmm. for me in the music so I would not say it never affect me the energy of impact is still there Yeah, it's quite quite significant what yeah. you're saying. I mean, it, it, am I exaggerating if I'm saying then then for you music has been a way to belong in in a place where you don't speak the well, language? Yeah, yeah, yes. In a sense, you know, really, really, because uh, you know, like I, like we always say, uh, music is a universal language. Mm. It's a universal language. Like, doesn't matter if you don't understand. You don't understand what what, what my language. I don't understand your language. If you put a beat that we both love, we'll dance to it. Mm. You know, and once we dance to it, we'll connect to it. We'll mm. connect with each other. You know, it's that's the beautiful part about. Mm. You know, so mm-hmm. there is there is a. I mean, in everything in life, like I say, there's a sun and a moon. That means there's a bad and a good. So 
in every in every aspect of things. Right. Yeah. So that's a that's a nice way of putting it. So how does gaming sort of like fit into into your life at the moment? Oh, so gaming that's a uh, what I do for work. Okay. So it's what I do for work, and that's a. Uh, It's also what I do because I, I love playing games, mm -hmm. video games and all this. I, I, don't, know, I don't know if you do. Well, <laughs> I just got back into it recently. I just bought the latest Zelda. Oh, okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm losing sleep. <laughs> it does that. <laughs> Did you like the story of Zelda? I, well, I mean, that's a side story. I used to be into it when I was a kid and then I, you know, I, I got out of it. But then the, the, these latest games the have US. sort of like looked so interesting and so cool. It's and I'm so back into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Uh, gaming is something I've done always my, my whole life I mean we've all played games and all that right so but for me so, uh, I've been deep into games like playing any sort of games create stories create things that come up so I really love I've always been a fan of how people develop games how people develop like you know come up with things that are out of the blue like you know for, for me to enjoy you know how can you be so it's entertain it's just like music it's entertaining it's creative and uh, it's enjoyable that's you know and that's and it's you don't need much it's you know it's in a sense it's a universal language gaming it's a good you know, game is a universal language Tetris I don't need you totally. to understand or me to totally. understand for you to play for you to totally. play and have fun with it so in a sense and If I can add, it pays the bills. Yeah, too. <laughs> More than music. <laughs> yes, that, that that is that is also a big fact. The okay. big fact is, of course, of course, that I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said in Hong Kong, Hong Kong will take you away from the reality. It will make you see reality of things, you know, because bills, your rent is high. <laughs> yeah, everything is high. So <laughs> gotta you know gotta, gotta put food in the stomach, and everything yeah. is high. So I mean, yeah, I mean, once you get to that realization, so. Being in Hong Kong, I had to take jobs of jobs of jobs just to keep the music alive. But at the same time, I realized, oh, hey, let me find it. How about I find a job, balance things in my life? And how about I find a job that I quite enjoy? So in uh, every job that I find myself doing in the city, I find a way to enjoy them. Hmm. In a sense of, I may not like it, may may not be for me, but I want this experience. I may not say that it was for what I was meant to be, right? But it was, I found a way to f love it. Meaning, when I mean love it, it means do your best. Do your best at it. Come at it. Don't look at it as just a job. Look at it as you want to gain You want to gain something from this. Mm -hmm. And what can I gain from this? For example, restaurant, I found a way to gain was the idea of co connecting with people. That That's, for me, as a, as a music, as an artist, that's, as an artist, that essence of Connect to people, being with people, making drinks for me, that with rhythm and everything. To me, that, okay, you know, I find that. All right, now I, I used to work in a cargo. I didn't like, I don't like carrying things, but the fun of having a song in your head while carrying things and making feel like you're doing rhythm things and all that, that idea that just kept me want to come back to work and do more and go there. So, really, at the end of the day, It's all about perspective, how you want to see things, you know. And uh, I know, like I, I used to tell this one friend all the time, you know, Hong Kong is a cemetery for dreams. A cemetery for dreams. It's a cemetery for dreams. Is uh, you know, it's it's a cemetery is the saddest place because it's where so many people have died, and no dreams have ever really been realized. And uh, you know, you never know who could have been the greatest writer or the greatest artist or the greatest pianist or the greatest interviewer. Who knows, right? But. We, I, one thing I do know is I'm not going to allow or let 
anything or any sort of thing that comes in your life be a reason for my passion to die. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a really it's yeah, it's, it's it's hard to do. Yeah, it is it is hard to do, man. It's especially you know being different cult- culture and all of people be like, why are you still doing music? Why are you still doing that? But I'm just like, I love it. It's what I what I see myself doing. It's what I always been doing. So mm. how do I do it without not stopping? How do I do it but it's still keeping my reality of it? So and then my reality. How do I enjoy my reality without letting be like this is just a job? Mm. I'm just doing it just to get paid. Mm. I'm just doing just go by, you know. And really, if you do something and you don't enjoy it, might as well just don't do it. And if you do something and you don't you don't find a sense of learning or progress. Just don't do it. Matter of fact, sleep. <laughs> so, do you think it's a cemetery of dreams because it's difficult to learn? No, it's a cemetery of dreams because so many things, so many people could have become something, but didn't. I know some people who want to be writers. They want to write books and all that, but they're so dived in into their jobs. Yes, for example, I had a friend who's so dived into being a lawyer. That every day that's his thing, he has to go pay for his family, of course, pay the rents and everything. Be, be, you know, be responsible. Mm-hmm. That it takes it, it took away, and then slowly, slowly over the years, that passion for writing, or even playing guitar, was kind of dried out. And as older he gets, the more drain he he feels. And uh, that's where that's where it feels like the city drains. Your dream. That's why I say don't let your passion dry out because mm. it would drain. It would drain you slowly, slowly. And if you don't know how to keep yourself motivated, keep yourself going, and uh, yeah, you you find yourself lost. Hmm. for sure. Yeah. So. So it's a city for you, you, you for you that where you know people can easily get lost. Yeah, and, you can. And, and, I mean, there's so much, so so much happening because back in uh, Togo in Africa, you know, the culture difference is. Obviously, there's not so much going on. People are trying to think about passion, pool passion, dreams, you know. And you want people want to play football. Kids want to play football. They go out and play football here. Here is not really the case. You use that word already in our conversation: creativity, right? In a way, that's what connects music and gaming. You explained because gaming is just like music, a kind of creativity. So, what is creativity in your life? Do you think? Creativity is life. Okay. I mean, before you were given life, you you had to be creative mm. to be created, right? That's true. So, to me, I've always find like never let your creativity die. I feel like creativity is the most important aspect in our life. I mean, even in our jobs and everywhere, you still need to be creative, find forms of things, right? But it it comes in different forms. That's the thing about creativity. It comes in different forms that you wouldn't. It's not obvious creativity, but I think creativity is our, is part of our everydays. Hmm. Every day, your mind is creative. Every day, your hmm. mind comes up with ideas. Your mind speak of things, or yeah. you know, you're thinking of what's next. That's creativity, you know. Yeah. So I think, like, I think that's what I, that, to me that's what it, creativity is. Creativity is life. It's a form of life. Makes sense to me. So, do you find that? in a way difficult to maintain a creative life in in Hong Kong. I mean, I sort of get the sense that that's what you were hinting at earlier when you were mentioning, you know, you've seen people whose dreams have died and, you know, is, is so is that kind of another way of putting it is that it's difficult to maintain a creative life in no, Hong Kong? No, it's not. Okay. It's not difficult. 
it's the choice that's difficult. The choices of creativity that's difficult. I think that's die. Creativity will always be there. So it's not about it's, the place. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's really much. It's I mean, yes, yes, the place can force you to do things and all that, but every human have a choice, right? So I think it's the choices that we make. It's not like. We you can be you can go to a job that forces you to take away your creativity and just do this do this follow this format follow this follow we do this like that right, but then if you decide to be like I'm, I want to put my creativity in it and that doesn't work out you can find other ways of making things work out for yourself right mm-hmm. so there's a saying think outside the box when you get to a deep deep situation right think outside the box and that's the difficult part so yeah. <laughs> so it's about being mindful of it's being really being mindful that's why I, earlier I said when you asked me what are the significant things that helped me in life I said it was my sur- my surrounding me looking around being in my environment it was really that looking at people next to me how how this is working how that you know it's being mindful of everything around you and be like well okay you know this is this is different this, things are different here so be mindful of the energy that you're surrounded with mm. Mm. that's the word I'll put it mm. nicely put I think and so maybe as a way to wrap things up um, do you have any specific goals or hopes that you're pursuing at the moment personally for me I hope to become the best version of myself and uh, that best version of myself is why do we say that it's because a couple of months ago I looked over a paper that I wrote to myself in high school it was a 10 year it was 20 15 years ago I wrote goals of who I was gonna become and what I was become and I I saw that that piece of paper just the same day in the year where I told myself I would become this which was today that year right and I'm like whoa and I look at it and I'm like I did not become none of what I wanted to say (laughs) yeah but the amazing part is that what what I went through and what brought me to where I am right now so the idea of thinking of wow okay what's am I going to become now in the next years I may say I want this goal this is this is what I want but you know life being life would take you around took you around and yeah so I came to realize the only way I can set my goal is being the best version of my present times yeah the energy I spent in my presence is what's going to affect my goal tomorrow Mm. really because Again, I can set myself so many goals, and that's coming from myself as an artist. You know, where you have, you set yourself so many goals, and you you, know, you can set yourself up from disappointment and things. Mm. So, I think my biggest goal is just, and I wish everybody also the best is be the best version of yourself. The key is not to have many goals; it's more to per se is to know yourself, know yourself, know what you want, know where you want to go, be confident in it, and then just walk. You know, and that's it. Because I, I know a lot of people, friends, people that just have so many goals and they don't know themselves. Or I know people who know themselves, but they don't have any goals. So it's like, at that's the end of the day, yeah, balance. you need to balance, you know, find yourself a balance of, you know, if you know yourself, know what you want, the goals will come, you know. Like they say, if you have the vision, the mission will come. Mm. You know, if and you have the mission, the vision will come. If you have the vision, the oh, mission have, will okay. come. Yeah, but if right. you have the if you have the mission, you will be missing the vision. So... Ah. So you know, so it's it's go here, go in there. So at the end of the day, you you meet your other half. One way or the other. <laughs> Clearly, you you have a vision, and I think you would have the vision no matter where you are. And the vision uh, also comes from you know this pursuit of trying to know yourself. 
yeah, clearly. Yeah, if we're talking about Hong Kong, when you have a vision here, it's obviously your vision, your creativity is wild, right? How now the question is, how am I going to make that vision happen? Mm. And that's where you make those, those steps now, and you really go through becoming the best version of yourself or making that happen. Honestly, with you being in Hong Kong, being culturally different and all that, I would not say I, a lot of people say it can be a hindrance, but not really to me. It's maybe a big face, and but that's just normal. You go to any other country, it's the same to another person, right? So everybody's different, it's cultured differently. Is grown differently. Is is uh, has a childhood differently. So the way you will enjoy the sea or you will live where you are, the same way I live in Hong Kong is by changing my perspective of things. You know. Mm-hmm. So if I see uh, in Hong Kong, for example, I've had so many encounters where you know I mean a lot of local people who are very curious or very bad manners or things like this. But I had to just change the way I perspective of how I think, and that is what helped me moving forward in the city that's because culturally I'm different we, the way I grew up is different the people I'm going to be surrounded by are different so I have to act and react accordingly to where I'm where I am you know so but also the beautiful part about Hong Kong is yes there's so many local people but also there's so many also different people from different countries in Hong Kong so it's the only place in this in the world where I can meet you from France I can meet you. I can meet everybody from different country. Like back back in Togo, I would not imagine city that would be like, "Hey, are you from India? You from Colombia? You from this?" You would not imagine that. So, yeah, this is the beauty about being in Hong Kong. You know, you still get to meet different people and different people that you can connect with. And if you don't, you still meet with, if you surround yourself with local people. I think it, you your behavior and the way you act will be different, but you still like connect it does like it doesn't really matter I mean, that, that's what I think the city it's I will say the city is spoiled with good things with too many good things you know and that's, that's, how, that's how I put Hong Kong I feel like as a different person coming from different places and also being part of this city the city is spoiled and it has spoiled me too <laughs> it can spoil you I, I, I agree <laughs> and that, I, I think that's that, that's a I think you've done like an amazing job at wrapping things up, you know, like being very coherent with what you started to explain at the beginning of our conversation, and then yeah. now relating it to the place where you live. It makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you. like I said, you know, you 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 are who you are where you are, you know. So yeah. your surrounding makes you who you are. So if you ask anybody, does Hong Kong ever had an impact on you? Nobody can ever say no to that question. You know, it's impossible because. Hong Kong will impact you whether you like it or not. You know, sure. that's what I always say. If you come here, just be careful. Watch where you're moving, and you'll be good. You know, watch where you're moving. Who, who, look who you with, and actually that applies to anywhere else you are in the world. You know, whether you, if you're a, a white person, a local person that's trying to go to Africa, that's the same advice I would give to you. You know, if yeah. I'm trying to go to France, that's the same advice anybody yeah. would give to me. You know, yeah. so yeah. you know that's it. You know, like as. And this is an advice coming from a person who's very open to cultures, very open to anything. So, and I learned that along the way. How okay, being mixed with so many diversity, how can you blend it? Yeah.